Gotham City, Metropolis, here we go. Gotham City Sports Radio, we're up and about. Uh, Izzy won't be with me today, he's getting one out. Uh, he's on the road. So it'll just be me here, your boy, the B-League says. We're going to get straight to it. It'll be a quick one today. It's been a, a couple of weeks, I took a week off. Thanks for bearing with me. Opening day for everyone except for the Mets. Washington, what are you doing? Five players testing for COVID. That's the dumbest thing. How you've had all year to get everything right. All these protocols in place. Opening day. Uh, no, we didn't. Do There's got to be like 80 odd players on a roster. You couldn't fulfill five of them. This is so bad. You couldn't get this right. Unbelievable. This Mets team looks like it could be firing on all cylinders. Uh, put a poll out yesterday. Uh on who could win the world championship between the Yankees and Mets based on price. Who do you prefer? Yankees at 650, Mets at 11. Yankees clearly came home in that one, but the Mets could be firing at all cylinders this year if they can get it together, keep healthy. And to not see them play on opening day because of COVID? Are you kidding? That is insane. Washington, get a grip. This is just so bad. When the NFL started with this last year and teams were opting out and players... Well, players were opting out, and then as the season wore on, teams were getting caught. You could see the frustration that there was no punishment handed down. This is the first day of opening season, and you can't get it right? That is absolute, utter madness. Speaking of madness, the Yankees. What happened? 3-2 losers against the Blue Jays. I don't think anyone really saw that. They were relatively good favorites in a game that was predicted for a higher scoring output. I think the over-under was at set at eight. Yankees had the one and a half start. So you would have thought they would have come through with that. Stanton had an absolute stinker. Aaron Judge feels like he left too much out there on the plate that he should have had more. Like, okay, opening day, don't overreact to that. Overreact to the Washington uh, Mets game that didn't happen because that's an absolute farce. Uh... But the Yankees, they get done in their first game of the year. What is there, 175 more games to go? I don't think I'd get too worried about that, to be honest with you. They'll come good uh, going forward. Uh, other sports news in New York. The Nets, they, I mean, in what was a relatively uninspiring game, the over-under was set at 225.5. I don't think it hit 200. It looks like it might have hit 200 on the nose. So it was 20, 25, 26 points shy of what the total was. They had the three-head start. They got that done over the, uh, the Charlotte Hornets pretty easy. Uh, 111 over 89. Um, it feels like there's a little bit more focus on Kevin Durant and the back and forth he had with Michael Rappaport. Uh, I don't need to get into that because, to be honest, who cares? It's Michael Rappaport. And, and it was a DM that went wrong and he went nuts and said some insensitive things. Durant needs to be better. His apology was garbage. He apologized for getting caught, not for doing and saying the wrong things. And people are going to forgive him because he's Kevin Durant. He, it's almost like he gets a hall pass for whatever he does. Michael Rappaport, absolute snitch. That's absolutely terrible what he did too. Whatever was said to him sucks, but he snitched on a dude. And this guy says he's from the streets. He says he's New York through and through. He's, he's a man of the people and he snitched. I think there's a little bit more to this than what there could be. And I really don't care either way. Uh, Nets get the night off. Uh, Mavericks get the visit from old boy Kristaps Porzingis, the old uh, Latvian king, I guess, the Latvian unicorn, whatever you want to call him. I call him Mr. No Knees. He has none left. He's running on stilts. Uh, they get red-hot Luka Doncic at the moment. Should be an interesting game. 
Uh, Dallas is six-point favorites. I can see that, but the Giants can pr- uh, the Giants the Knicks can prove at this point that they can hang with almost anyone. Knicks are at five hundred. Uh, Mavericks at twenty-five and twenty-one. Uh, and I, I mean, I get it. I get why they're favorites, but you know, if the Knicks can get hot, they can take anyone on, and they they can run basically on anyone at, at any given time. Uh, on Saturday, also Knicks get Pistons. Uh, they get Detroit. And it looks like the Mets are off as uh, the Nets are off as well. Uh, hockey, we can talk about hockey. The Islanders were in an absolute thriller with the Capitals. What was the score like? Twenty-eight four. Like it was a ridiculous game for what it was worth. Uh, the Islanders are in red hot form this year, and they look like they could be a challenger for the whole Stanley Cup. The Rangers were kind of in a tighter one with the Sabers. It was meant to be a higher scoring game. Uh, they didn't cover either. They were the one and a half point favorite as well. They didn't get that done. Uh, I think it was a 3-2 win as well. Uh, football news. Free agency is still kind of dwindling about. Uh, obviously, everyone's turning their attention to the draft. Uh, and that's cool too because the draft is obviously big news. It doesn't feel like it's bigger news because the combine isn't really going off. And that kind of sucks too. Players don't. Really, I mean, their pro days are cool. Everyone is running a sub four four forty, uh, which is absolutely insane. You got to throw that extra five one hundreds on just in case. Uh, these dudes, guys, are running. You know, two hundred and fifty pounds, six foot three at like four three eight, and that's just almost insane to see that going on. So, how much stock you can put into these pro uh, pro days? Uh, I, I don't really know. And uh, to be honest. I don't really care to see quarterbacks throwing these passes on the run 70 yards because the amount of times they do that through a game, it really, if that's the showcase, look, show me you can make the short dump off. Show me you can make those short intermediate passes. Show me that you can be accurate when you need it. Show me you can be clinical in the red zone. Those are the things I want to see. I don't want to see a quarterback throwing a 70-yard bomb for no reason into space. That means absolutely nothing to me. Like, it's cool that you can do it and the way the game is played, I understand why quarterbacks are doing things differently. But again, at the same time, like, show me that you can do everything else right first. And there's a lot of tape out there for good players. Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Obviously, they have great tape for the past year, year and a half. Trevor Lawrence, it goes without saying what he can do. I still want to see more from Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, I feel like, could be a bit of fool's gold this year. And that's kind of where I'm at. And obviously, I say Zach Wilson because the Jets are lined up to take him at number two. I still think they'll take Penny Sewell. I think they need to protect whoever the quarterback is there. It doesn't matter who it is. Their protection, and I feel a little bad for Sam Darnold, and I know this isn't, obviously I'm looking to my left and Izzy isn't there, and I know he'll have a heart attack about this, but protecting Sam Darnold is something they have not done, and giving him players to throw to is something they have not done well. Their their high-paid recruit in Le'Veon Bell didn't work neither. It feels like everything that they've tried to do has been really just shooting themselves in the foot. And that might be an Adam Gase problem. It could have been a meshing problem with Joe Douglas. It could have been a Woody Johnson problem. It could be a lot of things with the Jets. And, and that you know, they seem like they're on the right track, but it feels like this pick, this second pick overall, they're in the same spot they were four years ago when they took Sam Donald. And everyone thinks that this, you know, that everything is going to hinge on this for their, their immediate future. I think Sam Donald's a good quarterback. I don't have a problem with him. I have a problem with people who think that he can't play. He clearly can. He's about the same age as as Trevor Lawrence is. Anyhow, he's a young quarterback. He's like 23, 24. And they've done absolutely nothing to help him. So I would think 
that unless one of these guys is significantly, significantly better, like this is the guy that's going to be for the next 10, 15 years, I get it. But I don't feel like that's the way that this is going to be. I think if you can actually protect him, look at the players they brought in. Keelan Cole, they brought in Tyler Croft, they brought in Corey Davis, they brought in they, recently Tevin Coleman out of uh, free agency. Uh, obviously, he had some history with Robert Sala out in San Fran. He was there last year. It feels like they're bringing these veterans in to help a rookie. And I f it feels like this is it for Sam Darnold. What they can do with him is another thing. And I feel like that could be the wrong thing to do as well. I don't think getting rid of Sam Darnold's the way to do it. And I'm not overly sold on this Zach Wilson fellow who's had a year of decent... Pre okay, he was good as a junior. Cool, then nothing. Then he had a good year last year. In a year where half the, half the players, half the teams, half opted out. And barely anyone was watching what he was doing until like he got hot at the right time. And I feel like that could be the fool's gold that everyone is looking for. In terms of the Giants, have picked up a couple of decent players as well along the way. Uh, uh, big fella out of... Or he was from Detroit and the Patriots. Danny Shelton, I think his name is. He's, uh, he was also drafted, I think, by Cleveland at one point too. Uh, these are guys that are going to help. And Shelton, you know, he's been about for a while, five, six, seven years. He's good. He's actually really good. And he's going to come in and clog up that D-line pretty well as well. Uh, Adoree Jackson, we got in as well, the Giants. They've made some good moves. Ryan Anderson, outside linebacker from Washington. Like, that's a big deal. Like, these are some really good moves that the Giants have made uh, on the cheap. I mean, Anderson, 1.27 mil. That's huge. And the guy was a good player. He was a very good impact player for Washington, uh, as it was. And he kind of lost out with all the young recruits that they've brought in. So you can't really get mad about Devonta Downs has re-signed as well. They've, they've done some good things. So interesting to see how everyone looks at how the Giants have gone about it and the Jets have gone about it. I feel like both have done well. I'm a little bit more concerned for the Jets at this point because if this is all for another rookie and they have to go through this teething period again, I think that's an actual problem for the Jets. And okay, he could be good, but I'm, I'm not sure he's there yet. And... I kind of think I kind of think that Sam Darnold's been given the the raw end of the stick on this one, but it is what it is. Draft season is coming up upon us. It's about two, it's about three, four weeks away, and we'll have more as that goes on. Me and Izzy are going to do mock drafts for you and what we think they are going to happen, and we're going to keep you up to date with everything that uh, the Mets, Yankees, Islanders, Rangers, Knicks, Nets, Liberty, Giants, Jets, everyone else, Red Bulls, and. NYCFC as well, I guess. We'll get on to that as well as that comes along. The season's fast approaching for that too. I uh, hope everyone stays well. Stay inside, wash your hands, and uh, have a great day. Have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Thank you very much.